Hey, Pops, come and record the Drift Ad. Today's episode is brought to you by Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing, from waders and booters, <laughs> from waders and boots to thread and feathers. Drift has it all. Check in on their website for their latest updates and policies regarding shopping during the pandemic. Curbside pickup for your online and phone orders is a great way to get the gear you need. And they're shipping for free across Canada on orders over 100 bucks. Visit driftoutfitters.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It is uh, December 13th. Look at that. And... uh, Wow, it's almost the holiday season, ha! Um, welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Mitch, and we've got Aldo here. Hello. We've got Yelma. Hello. And uh, we've got a very special guest on the show today. Uh, Mikey Metcalf is an FFF certified fly casting instructor and a guide in southern Ontario. He's a total steelhead addict, uh, but he's equally pleased to find himself fishing in a small creek for trout or chasing hungry smallmouth on topwater flies. Who isn't? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's an easygoing guy, which makes his approach to teaching quite enjoyable, as does his focus on making learning to fly fish um, as fun as it can possibly be. He's instructed all kinds of anglers from first-timers, just learned how to get some some line out to more seasoned anglers looking to add some new techniques to their casts. His home waters are the Grand River and the Upper Credit right here in southern Ontario, but he spends much of his steelhead season on the Big Head River, which is actually where we bumped into Mikey just a few weeks ago. Uh, like so many anglers, the travel bug bit Mikey, and over the years he's found himself fishing a number of world-class destinations, including the waters of Argentina, uh, the Caribbean, the Adirondacks, the Rocky Mountains, and more spots all across Canada. Home for Mikey is Fergus, Ontario, on the banks of the Grand. We're super excited to have him on the show today. Mikey, how is it going? Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me involved. Yeah, I'm man. super excited to be here. Thank you. Welcome. We're, we're stoked, too. Yeah, like, uh, we bumped into you on the big head, and we were like, mm-hmm. holy shit, we got to have Mikey on the show, you know? Like, what what's taking us so long, you know? <laughs> well, you know, as we, as we were speaking on the river, I'm, I'm, I've been a, a fan of the podcast from afar, and I've been watching you guys grow, and I'm and I'm behind you guys, and and everyone in the communities behind you. We love to see the local people going out there and pushing the industry, and you're doing a great job at it. Um, everyone's behind you, and and I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you oh, for having thanks, me. Thanks, man. That's so sweet. That's so nice. Yeah, like, geez, yeah, it's great to hear that kind of stuff. So super appreciate it. Um, well, you know, whereabouts are you calling from today, and and how's the water looking in your neck of the woods? <laughs> I am in sunny Fergus, Ontario, and uh, we <laughs> just got about 15 hours of rain yesterday. I looked at the flows. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a catch-22 because when, when the weather's nice, you you also want to see uh, how much rain's coming, too. Yeah. And it, it was too much. So most of the rivers are absolutely blowing out. So I'm resting my old body. Yeah. And I'm uh, watching some football today. <laughs> That's a good call. Oh, right yeah. on. That's right a good on. call. Right on. Who's your team? The Bills. Oh yeah, mm, right on. Bills Mafia. Why not? Hey, you got the you got the primetime game today. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you know when when uh, when I was your when I was your age, we used to go down to uh, we used to go down to to the Buffalo games, but we used to do something called um, fins and skins. So we would fish the cat, you know, the Cataratus Creek. Oh, nice. Yep. We would go down there. We'd fish that Friday, Saturday, and then we would get a dive motel right <laughs> across the road from Rich Stadium, and then we would we would tailgate all day with the Bills fans. That's such a great thing. That's a great idea. I don't know how I'm a huge, I'm a huge Dolphins fan. So obviously. So much fun. So much fun. Obviously being in the same division, I always go see the Dolphins Buffalo game. Why Mm -hmm. have I never 
snuck in steelheading as part of that weekend. What a great weekend. Not, not, not only that, but October, November, you could still go to the games and not, you know, it's yeah. not minus 50 out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm, I'm totally, man. Fins and skins. Or... skins. I love that. Yeah. Such a good, the states, that's a good New York's a lot of fun over there. I love going over there. Oh, it's mm -hmm. the best, yeah. It's so nice up there. And so another fun. another one is um, go fish to Niagara on each side of the river and have an international steelhead day. Yeah. So cross the border, hit a steelhead on the U.S. side, then you rush back into Ontario, <laughs> and then you got to hit one on our side to win. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, I like that. We used to do that too. That's cool, man. That's the border doubleheader. <laughs> That's so unreal. Well, how has your steelhead season been going? You know, like this year, how, have you been getting out a lot? Not as much as I'd like, but um, but you know, you know what it's like when it's on. It's on. When it's not, it's a struggle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I've been finding the last couple of years, the, the, the steelhead fishing is just starting to pick up like right about now. The last two weeks of December have been absolutely lights out amazing. Yeah. So I'm starting to think December is the new November now. Yeah. We always get that first push coming in there. You know, the, you get those first big rains in October, halfway through the month, you'll get that first wave. You'll get the rod bent a bit. Then you always got a couple of weeks till then we get the real big rains in November. Yeah. But the last two or three years I've been I've been even going back and, and looking at my journals from way back mm -hmm. and the rains always came in the second week of November like as long as I could remember yeah and now they're starting to come the last week to the first two weeks in December mm -hmm. so everything's kind of switched a couple weeks it's it's really weird and yep. we're also finding out with hatches as well mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the the hatches are the last three years have been coming like two weeks later than normal so something's going on out there mm -hmm. yeah 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 we hear this i've been hearing that too like with steelhead yeah. season especially like it is so late this year like just and last yeah. year it just feels like different from you know what what you used to hear about yeah but you know uh, the, the positive side is people have been locked indoors working from home mm -hmm. but i think people are going to get you know legitimate time off over the holidays yeah where they don't have to get online and check their computer every day they still have time to go hit probably yeah. the best two weeks of the season yeah. mm -hmm. That's so take true. advantage of that go you know you don't you don't have time to see a lot of people make it a day let's get all together and this yeah. guy lives yeah. in whippy this guy lives in mississauga or wherever and go meet and fish a river for a day mm -hmm. yeah and you know next weekend might be one of those might be that of, weekend you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. guys i don't know like i'm looking <laughs> no, at my I calendar don't. right now i'm like Ooh. well where i ran into you guys that river is raging right now it's it's yeah. it's absolutely it's absolutely raging way up way up yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that was. Well, yeah. I love that river. I do love it. It's beautiful. Yeah, that was my first place. time on the Big Head, and I I love it. Yeah, is that it's right? Great, yeah, first time on the Big Head. Yeah, that's a great. How place. long does that take you guys to get up there from from there? Two hours. Two, oh, hours, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not, no, it's, it's not, not bad, bad at all. No, it's no. not bad at all. I've you know, never... an another good thing about up there is if you come up from the city, mm -hmm. they give like you could get motel rooms in that up there. Just throw the camera gear and totally. five guys into a motel room. And you don't have to worry about driving on those roads. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because that's People it, right? The snow can hit. And... Nothing. Yeah. That's what I've heard, man. The snow hits. Yeah, that's scary. the only thing. It's the only thing that, that I don't like about the winter yeah. fishing is the uh, white knuckling it back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's scary, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyways, we you know we, we always love having uh, Southern Ontario anglers on the show. And Mikey, again, it's super stoked that you're on because it just gives us that chance to kind of chat about you know, how the fishing's been in, a, in our neck of the woods. We, we talk to people all over the place, and, and it's always fun to just chat about Ontario because 
like we're talking about the big head, we're talking about, you know, all these different rivers. There's so many different um, fishing opportunities. But um, yeah, today we figured we'd just chat kind of all about, you know, your fly fishing life and then also Southern Ontario fishing and, and how it's kind of kept you going over the years. Um, and we'd also love just to touch on some of those destinations you hit up to because that sounds pretty cool. Uh, but why Absolutely. don't we why don't we just kind of kick it off with, you know, like how did you get into fly fishing? Um, how did that whole thing just begin for you? What's I'll background? crack a beer for this one. There you go. Look at that. Left <laughs> field, Cheers, ice boys. cold, beautiful. Love Actually, it. I'm gonna pause for a second and grab some Forty Creek. Give me go, one second. Go get yourself some is, Forty Creek. There you go. There you go. There you go. Go take it away, Mikey. Yeah. Um. So I've been fishing my entire life, probably you know almost 50 years now, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely hilarious for me when I go home and I start looking at photo albums. <laughs> I cut my teeth fishing. I didn't start fly fishing till I was about 29, but I see pictures of me on, on Duffins Creek. Yeah. And in the mid seventies, that was like going to Perry sound. Yeah. Jesus. You would not believe Duffins Creek, 1977 Duffins Creek, 2020. Yeah. Um, Wilmot Creek was like going to Labrador back then. <laughs> that was, that was a, a trip. wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like none of the, none of the development was there. Zero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to go out with my grandpa every Sunday and go, go fishing with him. You know, we just basically let me run around as a kid and fish for catfish and pike and this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. But I used to notice like once a year, all these huge fish would be shooting through that at the time I didn't know were steelhead. Mm. So I had an uncle that, he still lives on uh, Soper Creek. It's a, just a little trip that runs off of Bowmanville. And when that fills up with rain, it gets a big run of steelhead in it. So I'd be always there playing around when I was a kid. And then I remember one day this guy walked up over the bank and he was dragging a steelhead with him. And I lost my absolute mind. I was probably about <laughs> seven years old. Yeah. I couldn't believe that fish came out of that little creek. <laughs> I followed this guy all the way back to his car asking them a million questions. About this. <laughs> I love that. Um, I still never knew what fly fishing was really. I, I was, I was just a kid who liked to be on creeks and, and be outside. So it started to dawn on me that, you know, I started learning about migrations and this, that, and the other, but fly fishing was really different back then. Um, you know, we're, it was in the seventies, you know, we weren't learning that at, when we were kids, there was no internet, YouTube, no social media. Um, you literally had to know somebody who fly fished that would take you into his house, sit you down, show you how to tie flies. Mm-hmm. Here's how to cast. Here's how to get materials. We couldn't get any materials. It was just an obsolete thing. Yeah. There was no fishing magazines. So you know, when you're a kid, you go on hockey tournaments, you, you know, you go down to Detroit and all these little places. <laughs> and when you go into the corner store, they used to sell different magazines. Mm-hmm. And I used to always buy the fly fishing ones just because I just thought it looked so cool. Mm-hmm. There was always an Alpine setting behind it. Yeah. And I was fascinated with, with it, but it was kind of like, it's not for us. It's what they do out there. Fast forward, you know, I was an avid camper and traveler, you know, I was the guy that traveled up north every weekend and camped and I've been everywhere in Ontario for 20 years. I just traveled and I've seen pretty much this whole province. Yeah. And 
I was meeting a friend that I grew up with. Uh, I was probably about, this is probably about 22 years ago. And his neighbor, maybe it's a little longer than that. His neighbor was from Argentina and he used to come fishing with us. We used to go bass fishing. And when we used to go to his truck um, to get stuff, I saw a fly rod in his, in his trunk. So I was like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. like I started teasing him. Like, look at this guy. He's fancy guy. He's fly fishing and he's doing all this. Yeah. He told me he's only fly fish. He's trying to learn our style fishing, spin fishing. So he fits in with everybody. <laughs> so I got fascinated. I'd go bass fishing. I would always run up to his car, come back with the fly rod. And, mm. and I just kept getting on him and on him and on him. And he taught me how to fly fish. Oh, wow. And, and, and I think it, eventually he, I think he even gave me the rod and just told me to leave him alone. So, <laughs> his name's Roberto Ogin. He's, he's kind of like an uncle to me. Yeah. He's like a true fly mm. fisherman. Um, he, 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 he's technical without knowing he's technical. Mm -hmm. He's fluid without knowing he's fluid. He just fishes. The Argentinians fish a way different style than we do up here. It's more throw the fly out in the water and, and, let's see what God does for us. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> so right. When, when they go on the water, it's more like they're drinking wine. They're taking naps. Sometimes they have great days. Sometimes they don't. Sounds pretty good. So it, their, <laughs> their vibe is, it's really different. It's, it's more, it's more, it's a 50, 50. Yeah. Um, half fishing and half, half doing all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and once I learned, you know, we can do that here. I got just Im immersed into it. I, I, I just, got addicted and, and, I, and I never stopped. So it's probably been about 22, 23 years now, but I do love all styles of fishing. I'm not the kind of guy that yeah. denounces any style of fishing. I think yeah. fishing's your day out. Everyone works hard. They got, yeah. um, yeah. they mm -hmm. got a day to do whatever they want. If you want to sit in the lawn chair and, and throw a, a bobber in a, in a worm, yeah. have the best day doing that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just believe being outside and fishing, as long as you're, you're doing everything, um, legally and, yeah. Yeah. Kosher. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. We've definitely been um, adopting a little bit of that Argentinian mindset through steelheading. It's bringing, the best, bring, man. Bringing, it's... bringing bigger lunches and <laughs> you longer know, lunches. You, 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 the way he tells me is, is uh, you got to prepare a day yeah. that no matter what happens with the fishing, you're going to still say it's the best day you had. Yeah, totally. Totally. Love that. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And, and to this day, when I'm with them, we never go fishing. We, we say, let's go see what's going on out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That, it's, it's just the best. Yeah, that's fun. That is a fun I like that. Never any, any uh, highs or lows. You're just having a good time out there. That's just fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what it should be, right? That's how I that's felt on the big head, be. actually. It should be all about that. Yeah. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that kind of scares me with the social media is... is um, the kids being under pressure to get pictures of fish and, mm -hmm. and they're known mm -hmm. as kids that fish a lot and they feel pressure that they, they have to, they have to get those pictures out to feel worthy. Yeah. And they're going to the river with anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Their drive to the river is under an anxiety, hoping that they smash, smash fish mm -hmm. yeah. to get pictures. It's, it's kind of sad, but yeah. you know, I think they'll grow out of it. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I think true anglers you know appreciate everything you know? around it right and yeah and i hate yeah. to sound like the old bitter guy you know <laughs> oh know. we didn't have flow charts when we were your age and yeah 
Yeah. We didn't know how many mils of rain it rained in Meaford. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, right, important right. Call it. it's important to call it because you had to learn it all in different ways, right? Like, yeah. It was you know, harder. And you learn a lot from young kids. You know, they, yeah. they, keep, you, they keep you young. I fish with a lot of young, young kids and they, they keep you moving. Yeah. And they're always up on the new trends. You know, they know it way before you ever will. Yeah. The younger guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all over that stuff. Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many times have I showed up to the river, you know, and it's just blown and I had no idea? Yeah. And then somebody was like, you know, there's flow charts, eh? And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to hate on it because I'm the first guy doing it now. I, oh, I can't of course. I mean, if I was 18, yeah. I would be all over it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, like when you all got a two, two hour drive to the river and one day yeah. it does kind of suck to get there. I mean, it's fine because like you said, it's still fun to be outside when you show yeah. up in the river's like, <laughs> like, remember that day? Mitch, you and I show up to the credit. Yeah, it was just brown. We show up to the credit. We didn't look at anything. It was just like brown. (laughs) We're like, let's get some breakfast. We just left. (laughs) Eggs. We're just like, okay, bye. (laughs) You know, up until, um, you know, 15 years ago, you had to have an aunt Mm. or an uncle or somebody that lived there. Yeah. Yeah. And even then it was, did it rain a lot this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's a lot to you? Doesn't mean that's a lot to me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Totally. You know? Yeah. Now they could say, yeah, oh, 32 mils yeah. to the exact millimeter dropped yesterday. Show you a little graph and, and everything. Right now at the second, here's what that river's flowing at. Yeah, yeah. It is pretty amazing. It's great. So, wait, was your first fish on the fly a smallmouth bass then? Rainbow trout. Rainbow trout. Nice. Oh, right on. Rainbow nice. trout. Wicked, wicked. So what, what's the story behind yep. that? Do you remember that one? Duffin's Creek. Nice. Oh, <laughs> right on. Right across Duffin's the Duffin's Creek. Yeah. Um, up in, uh, you know, in, in the North end of Duffins, we could get into the Brookies. Yeah. It was a little natural, you know, it's just a little park. Yeah. I still don't care to this day. I don't care how big they are yeah, to this day. I don't care. I just like the fish. Yeah. They hook yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. I went from fishing, uh, practicing, you know, the feeling the, the, the progression you go from casting. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? The first fish I got was in a stock pond. Okay, right on. Me too. It was in a stock <laughs> pond. It was in a stock pond, I think. Was it a was it a rainbow? It was a rainbow, yeah. Yeah, me too. Where'd you go? It was somewhere in the east. It was oh, okay. years ago. It was years ago. Yeah. yeah. One of those places you pay 20 bucks and you got to release the fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, those uh, are the best places. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, remember Bing Retreat? Although in Ottawa, that was that's I used to go catch trout there. You pay like oh, fifty man, bucks that, and can fish all day. And I love that. I mean, it's it's um that it's was fun. you know what's funny it's is a great Bing, way to teach. Yeah, it's a great way to teach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of well, I mean, it's a lake, a lot of room to cast, oh, and yeah. uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good way to catch some nice fish. So yeah. then, how did that? Uh, how'd you get into guiding and, and casting instruction and all that? Like what, what was the path there? Like what came after, uh, you know, Ooh, that that's, fly fishing uh, passion and was that something later in life or, or pretty, pretty quick? Yeah. So I got about probably about 15 or 17 years deep into it. Yeah. And I was self-taught. So I had a horrible cast and, and I was limited. I knew, I knew I was doing something wrong, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I got away with it and I still could have got away with it forever, but I was never getting any better. And when I used Mm. to get on the river, I used to see people doing things with the fly rod that 
I knew I should learn how to do that. Yeah. But I was so comfortable doing what I was doing. And then I decided I'm going to, I'm going to take the jump. So I used to guide on the side. Uh, I used to be in logistics for years, but on weekends and on my holidays and that I used to, I used to chip in and help Graham Bristow a lot. Oh, so I was okay. guiding. Graham broke me into the game and he's still to this day. I have a great relationship with Graham. He's an amazing guy. Just for those um, who might not know who is Graham. Graham's a legendary guide in the uh, Southern Ontario area. He's probably one of the greatest nymphers I've ever seen, if mm. not the best. He taught me how to Euro nymph probably over 10 years ago before people even knew what it was around here. He's so far ahead of the game. Um, he's a really nice person. He, he's an incredible guide and he's honest. He's, he's a very honest person. And when you're doing business with people, that's the number one thing you're looking for. And I, I have nothing but great things to say about him to this day. We still keep in contact and um, we always go say hi to each other when we see each other. And he, he has taught, he taught me so much, not only to be a better fisherman, but just t t teaching me how to handle cut, uh, clients and moving around rivers yeah. and things like that. Right on. I owe him, I owe him a, quite a lot. Yeah. Cause guiding is so much more than catching fish, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was happening was, um, I was friends with the guys from the new fly fisher way before we ever used to fish. I used to run into these guys all the time and talk to them. Um, so what, what I would do is I'd go out and, and I would help Bill do some guiding and stuff like that. And we used to have a trade-off where I used to meet, um, I used to meet Bill Spicer every Sunday morning. Uh, good old Billy. Every <laughs> Sunday morning, I used to meet him in Hamilton. Yeah. And he prepared me to get um, my certification. But before I did that, I was such a bad caster. I went to, you know, uh, a good friend of mine, Rob Heal, he's a certified caster as well. Yeah. Uh, he's been guiding up here 20 years. I went to him and it took me a year. Yeah. to break down my cast. So I had to break down everything I knew yeah. and rebuild it. Like, you know, when you hear like Tiger Woods saying I'm reworking on my swing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had to break 15 years of muscle memory. Oh my God. And, and then I practiced every day for a year. Mm -hmm. And then I went to see Billy and he prepared me to get ready for the exam because he's a, he's a, he's a master certified instructor. So, right. Um, he, he wouldn't be able to give me the exam because it's a con conflict of in interest. Right. So at that time we had to get two, two cert um, master certified instructors in the same room at the same time to give us an exam, or we had to do the seven hour drive down to Midland, Michigan and take an exam with one of the board of governors, which I did, which was one of the scariest days of my life. <laughs> Um, they didn't even have that here. So it was a seven hour drive. So yeah. Rob broke my cast down. He got me, he, he got me casting really good again. He broke down all my mess, muscle memory and then Billy ramped me up and got me ready for the exam. Yeah. And, uh, to this day, to this day, um, Billy, Bill Spicer, <laughs> he had me two days before I had to go to, to Michigan. I was having panic attacks in the park <laughs> because he had me convinced the entire time that the distance casting was 15 feet further than it really was. Mm. And unless mm. you can do that every single time, mm -hmm. don't bother going there. Yeah. 
Oh my God. And I was doing it like two out of three. Yeah. Then I would do it three out of three. Then I would do it none out of three. Yeah. It was, there was no consistency at all. Yeah. It right up to the day I was getting in the car to drive there. Oh man. I would say I was driving there to fail this test. Yeah. I'm going to go fall on my sword. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go fall on my sword. Yeah. I'm going there, you know, yeah. self-destruct. I'm going to self-destruct. When, when you go for those tests, like, do you, you get oh, to dude, use your own rods or oh, like, yeah. is, okay, okay. okay. They're, they're not yeah, like, so you're allowed to use a, uh, I think at the time it was a, a nine foot seven weight was the max you can go. Okay. Okay. And the line had to match. They check it all out and everything. Yeah. So the entire time I'm driving there, I'm just like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Even when I'm crossing the border, I'm in the lineup crossing the border. I'm like, why, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Plus I'm terrified because this guy's, he sits on the board of governors with the Federation of fly fishers. You know, he's, he's no guy that you're sitting around joking around with. Yeah. So I had to go to his house. Oh wow. His name's John Vandalin, Midland, Michigan. Yeah. And, uh, so what happened was, so you go and you have to take, you have to take a written test mm -hmm. and you're allowed, I think two mistakes. If you, if you get three mistakes on it, you're going home. Like wow. thanks for coming home. Jeez. So you do, you do like a, I forget how many questions it was. It was like, it was either like 35 or 50 or something like that. Yeah. So you're sitting there doing them all. And then he pulls up a coffee and pulls a chair up beside you and he's marking it right in front of you. Yeah. So you're watching like check. Oh God. Check, the worst. Check. <laughs> X. Yeah. Oh no. That was only like five questions. In. <laughs> yeah. Like, no way. No so way. you're just watching them, you know, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then you see him the last one you're he checks it and you're like, oh man. Oh, man. It, it's like a, a reality game. Like, okay, now we're going into round two now. Yeah. So the only way you could go to round two is if you pass round one. Mm-hmm. At any time, this can blow up and it's over. So now that happens. So then I have to now go into the field and 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 do the um, casting. Yeah. And then and then on top of that, then you have to do a teaching part of it. But when you're doing the casting thing at the time, it's probably pretty similar now. I think you're allowed to make two mis two mistakes. Right. And there's like forty casts you have to make. Jesus. If you make three, the test is over. It's not even him saying, Hey, yeah. I think we should end this. It's it's just that's how it is. It's over. And then you just have to drive home seven hours. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. Drive home. That'd be so After brutal. Practicing for two two years though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two years in. yeah. So then it comes to the distance part. Yeah. This is the this is where the part I've been thinking about yeah. for the whole time leading up to this. Yeah. While he's marking my thing, I'm thinking about the distance cast. Like I can't stop thinking about it. And then I'm in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall on the sword in the bottom of the ninth <laughs> down one run. Like I'm gonna <laughs> just get to the end and die right there. Yeah. <laughs> so when I get to the test, it was it was something like 20 feet closer than Bill had me prepared That's great. for. Great. That's so good. Like Spice he, Man. He's got Spice his man. Man. He knew what he was he's doing. got his ways. <laughs> I felt like I exhaled and I was like, you son of a bee. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he's probably at home laughing right now. Yeah. Man, you, you spicy but, son of a <laughs> but you know, and then he's telling me, it's like, you know, I told you I don't want you to go down to pass the test. I want you to go down there and yeah, and make it a no-brainer. And then there's also the fact that 
he put his name on the line too. So I had to go down there representing him as well a yeah. bit. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it was so nerve wracking. God, but when you pass, like what did what did he just what did the guy say? Like, oh, you're good. This guy was stone stone faced. Yeah. <laughs> He's like you passed. Stone faced killer, man. <laughs> yeah. Stone faced killer. I didn't know if I was failing it horribly or yeah. or acing it. Yeah. And then and then the guy before we did the distance cast, yeah. doesn't he just go? I just want you to do this, and he just does it with a sidearm cast. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my god. Amazing. Just casting. just to just to go here. This is just how you do it here. Yeah. With a sidearm cast, he didn't even yeah. lift the rod up more than his waist. Jedi. And he's like, "Okay, now your yeah, turn." Yeah. Your turn now. So. So after all that, how like obviously it turned into a guiding career and and, and yeah. But do you and now do you teach casting as well? Like for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously yeah. that's part of guiding for sure. But I mean, like, do you? Teach no, I do her? special private casting classes. Oh, cool. um, it's actually my favorite thing to do. I I really enjoy it. It's probably probably my favorite thing to do within the, within the industry. Yeah, mm. yeah. I we love watching to... somebody go and literally have never held a rod before, and then and then it's it's amazing. You know, they'll start sending me pictures. Yeah, and then a year later, I just got a 15 inch brown. Mm. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you get the like. I remember this this guy when he didn't even know what a fly reel was. He never held one before. Now this guy's out there slaying browns like a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really good to see. I love it. Totally. So what about? And, and, and it's surprising. It, it's one of those things. One out of ten guys will pick it up like he's been casting for forever. Yeah. And you and you have no idea how to, how is he doing this? Totally. It's yeah. just amazing. There's always Natural. just one person and. and you think they're almost playing a joke with you. Like, yeah. no, no, I've never done this before. And you're like, okay, seriously. Yeah, man. Yeah. I know. That's, I see those too. That's like our buddy, Idis. He's like with spay casting. eh? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Some people see, I, I don't have crazy. A, um, an easy time spay casting. Yeah. Like some people just pick it up and they're just like, yeah. And you're just like, that's pretty <laughs> friggin' good actually. For like two casts. <laughs> yeah. How long have uh, you been doing this now, Yoma? Uh, this is my fifth year, I think. Are we already at five years? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I picked it up when uh, when I met Mitch, which was about five, five or years six ago. years ago. Yeah. Five or six. So yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then Aldo perfected my cast, and then. Whoa. Uh, okay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he made me better. Um, and uh, yeah, I can always. Fish I mean, don't care what it looks like. Just get it in the water. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but then I mean, Ian Troop last weekend. Um, you know. Gave me a little couple couple more pointers. Like when you see me like on the river, I can cast, right? But it's mm -hmm. always like getting better and better. It's not something that comes easy to me, right? Which is my next question. Like, do you do you ever teach any seasoned anglers to kind of like give them a refresher or anything like that? Yeah. So you'll get all kinds. You'll get uh, somebody. So the average age actually is forty years old, I believe. Oh wow! For a beginner, forty yeah. years old. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of people are. Uh, they're waiting for the kids to get out of school. If, if it's not fly fishing, it's uh, I'm buying a Harley or golf, taking up scuba right. diving or something, golfing or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, you, you'll see it all. You'll get uh, the seasoned guys, the really advanced casters. I, I'll see those guys or, or, or gals usually in the winter they're, they're, they're ready to tune up to go slay some tarpon or right. Yeah. Right. Something down there. So they want me to take a look at their double haul or something. Right. Mm -hmm. 
just tune them up for distance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did the same with yeah. uh, Chris from Drift. I, I went over to him. I'm like, you need to tune me up before I go yeah. to. He's something yeah. else, eh? That yeah. He's Holy yeah. cow. How Very old is he? 22. 20? 15, 14. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a savage, man. He's a great yeah. absolute savage out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's already catching. He's already out there slaying the rivers. I know Chris is a Damn. heck of a fishy dude. Yeah, he is. He's a good kid, too. He's a nice person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got his head on right. Absolutely. Oh yeah. How much does yeah, uh, so how much does the F, how much does the FFF certification like cost? Do you know how much it was? Do you remember? I think it was like a hundred bucks. I was just gonna say like I feel like it'd be a really funny video to not teach Yelma anything else, and we send him down <laughs> to get certified, and we just see how badly he can fail. <laughs> wouldn't that be fun, Yelma? No. We're not helping. We're not helping anxiety. You might have. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Uh... He was something where he's got to unlock doors with his cast. Yeah, exactly. Turn it into show. Yeah, it's an escape. It's an escape room, but you have to cast your way out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If if anything, um, a lot of it's perception. Yeah, I was no better at six p.m. at casting than I was at six a.m. that day. Right. Mm. That was a, the exact same skill level. Yeah, yeah. But. Driving home, I was a certified professional. On the way there, I was just the guy who casted a lot. Right, right. There's a lot of it's perception. It, it take it for what it is. You know, when you have a business, it's it's always good to just have that for people that. Yeah. Um. You know, if someone was going to get a Ferrari fixed, they're going to look up. This guy was. This person was certified by Ferrari as a mechanic. Okay, right. I'm going to go there. Yeah, add some credibility right. to but the. But really, yeah. it's 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 all perception. Um, you know, there's incredible people that fish on on the grand river every day that could be certified if they chose it's it's just something that they're not into doing but it will make you a better caster regardless if you go for the exam or not just preparing for it yeah that alone will will once you learn the science of it and the angles and Mm -hmm. kind of that the nerdy stuff that's in behind the casting part of it yeah once you start understanding that you can't not be a better caster yeah it's just good practice, right? Just yeah. for anyone. Yeah, if you go for the exam to get that, that's that's up to you. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's up to you, but it's not good needed. Point. Good it's, point. It's, yeah. You know, I learned so much. Even if I didn't go for the exam, I learned I learned casts that I would never think of doing. And yeah. once you understand the science of it, you can start opening up your imagination a little better because you understand what you can do with the rod. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. true. Yeah, it's true. That's cool. No, I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And so, yeah, and so, what what do you enjoy most about guiding and, and instructing uh, uh, casts? Uh, there's a lot of things. I first and foremost, I like being outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but you absolutely have to be a people person. Mm-hmm. That's probably more so than being a the fly fishing side of it. You got every single personality from every single walks of life from every single. <clears throat> class of people coming up here you don't know who you're going to be meeting so you have to be able to adapt and and be good with people you need to understand what they're trying to accomplish that day a lot of people um they get a little twisted you know when when you're guiding it's never about you Mm -hmm. it's 100 about the person that you're taking on the river Mm -hmm. so you could have 10 people looking for 10 different experiences out there. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's looking to catch a monster brown trout. 
not everyone wants to catch 10 steelhead. Mm-hmm. Um, you could talk to a guy that just did three brain surgeries in one week and all he wants to do or she wants to do is go to a quiet place, turn their phone off, mm-hmm. get them in front of some rising trout in a pretty place away from people and, and give them that the day they want. So you give them what they're looking for. Yeah. And it's, mm. it's, it's so different, you know, it, you know, you'll, yeah, yeah. you get, you'll get people that, you know, when I was younger, I would fish in between two smokestacks. If I knew yeah. there was a big fish in there, I won't do that anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, or, or when I was a kid, the more cars I saw in the parking lot, the more I wanted to fish it. Cause I knew the fish were in. Yeah. 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 So, you know, when you're guiding, you have to be, you have to be a little bit knowledgeable about everything, but master of none, you have to be able to adapt from, um, quiet people to outgoing Mm -hmm. people, to loud people, to shy people, to, um, you know, every, every kind of person under the sun, you don't know who's coming through. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we look at it like it's a game for us. Um, a lot of people ask us all the time, you know, do you get sick and never fishing because you're guiding all the time and you don't get a chance to fish. But what, what they don't see is the fact that we are fishing with you to the next level. So we're going fishing, but we're going to put the rod into somebody's hands that we don't know yet. And we don't know their skill level. Yeah. So now I'm going to now try to catch a fish using this. Right, right, right. So we're involved as much as the person. There's no one in the world that wants you to catch a fish more than the guide. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> um, but I think that's most of it. You have to know what they're looking for. To be a good guide, you need to know what they want for the day, not what you want for the day. It's all yeah. about them. That's Everything is about them from the, from the beginning to end. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Hundred percent. And even you know, yeah. in moods, I'm sure you guys are still in the. You know, you get moods where. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's just go to the local creek and bend the rod today and catch a bunch of small fish and get yeah. out of here. You know, every, you're not always looking to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Switch it up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Switch it up. Um, but yeah, that's that's the main thing. You want them, you know, to be safe. You got people yeah. that are coming, um, different ages. You don't know their waiting ability. Um, so every, every person you go out there, it's a unique experience there. It's never the same day twice. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Some people have bad legs and they can't walk. So, okay, we're going to go here and yeah, whatever. How has it been during, you know, a year of pandemic? How has guiding been during COVID? How much time do we have? I'm sure it's changed some things for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Day one. Yeah. Um, it's been crazy. It's been absolutely crazy, man. Yeah. So the year started, um, I was in Belize when all this went down. Okay. Oh, shit. I wish I just stayed there. Yeah, these guys were in Tobago. We were in Tobago. Yeah. Were you? Fishing yeah. For, yeah, fishing for permit. For two well, hours from you. We weren't that far from each other. <laughs> man. So when I was there, it was kind of like uh, COVID was out, but it was yeah. still kind of... Yep. Yeah, it was like it was oh, kind of just out knows. there still. Yeah, we 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 boarded the plane and I got a notif- notification on my phone that the NHL had shut down and we were like, <laughs> oh shit, that's, <laughs> yeah. exactly, that's exactly when I was there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's when you know there's problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a Canadian's reality check right there. <laughs> they were like, 
Oh fuck, bud, the leaves? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so so the year started. Um we at first no one knew if we were allowed to fish or not. Remember there's a whole thing? Yep. Yeah. So everyone was kind of playing the waiting game, like you go first. Who who no one knows what to do. And who's gonna do it? Yeah. And we weren't allowed to guide. They they had us off the river. Right. So people started getting their feet wet the first week. You could have shot a cannon through the Grand River. You wouldn't have hit a person. Yeah. yeah. There was nobody here the yeah. first week of the season. It was desolate. It was, we might as well have been in Labrador. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. empty. Mm-hmm. But it was just people that were fishing um, through people's backyards. Right. right. It was the only way you could get on the, on the water. Yeah. And then they opened the river and they let us start guiding. Then they closed the credit. They started towing all the cars from the credit. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So just as we started getting to get going, they started towing coast cars from the upper credit. Yeah. And then on top of it, on the Grand River, we couldn't stock it this year because of COVID. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. I remember that. I think I think we got le- less than 10% and we, we couldn't get it in. Yeah. Um, only two people were, were allowed to do it and it had to be with a small hose. That's the yeah. best they could do. Yeah. So there was no stockies in the grand and then the credit was unfishable. That means every person from the credit was coming onto the grand to fish. Oh, right. And then on top of it, there was no stockies. And then the crowds came mm-hmm. and then the crowds came and then the crowds came. Yeah. As we got into probably mid June, right in the mid right when the dry fly action was just starting to fire up. Almost every night of my life, I'll eat dinner. I'll go onto my porch. I'll wait her up, grab my rod, and I'll go fish from 7 till 9 p.m. Almost Mm. every night of my life in the summer, I do that. Mm. It's usually me. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. (laughs) Me and a couple locals that are down there. Yeah. After they put the kids to bed or something like that. Yeah. I go down there. There's a spot I fish for years and years and years and years. You'll probably see two to three people. Right. And I know all, all three of them. Yeah. There was 24 people. Ooh. Wow. 24 people in Surprise. a hundred yard stretch of water. Oh, all lined up side by side by side by side by side waiting for the dry fly, dry fly action to start. Yeah. So that completely shot mm-hmm. us as guides for doing any evening action. We couldn't get on the water with clients. Yeah. So what we had to do, what I had to do was flip my entire schedule. So for two and a half months, I went to bed at seven 30 at night and I woke up at between three 30 and 4 AM for two and a half months. I did this just to get people on the water and off the water before the crowds came. Right. So wow, geez, that's we had to. I had to completely flip everything we were doing, yeah. and then and then it just snowballs. Like personally, yeah. I haven't seen anybody in a year. It's yeah, you know, how, there's not much you could do. Yeah, yeah. and you're <laughs> when people are telling you to show up at seven thirty, and you're like, no, that's actually when I'm going to bed. <laughs> totally. How you know, so? Yeah. Sorry, go on. How did that? How did you find that tactic work? Were you catching fish? And I mean, I guess there's no one there. It was a really tough year this year. Yeah. It was a really tough year. Yeah. Yeah. 
but we, you know, everyone, before we took them on the water, we, we let everyone know this is what we're up against this year. This is yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was they reopened the credit. Right. The crowds went away and then they closed the credit down a week later. Oh man. <laughs> God. So, so that brings us to the end of the season here. Yeah. Um, now where we're getting hit is because of the fact the borders are closed. The Americans aren't coming up here. Right. So this is when they come on. I'm on the Niagara all the time. So I'm on usually the Niagara, the big head. I'm always back and forth between those two rivers, <clears throat> but usually this time of year, they take advantage of it. They come across the border and they do an annual, their annual three day trip or whatever. Yeah. You know, you could get hotel rooms <clears throat> for half price and then the American dollar gets stretched out. Right. So you know, from mid-October to the end of December, there's a lot of like, uh, I'm going to go up there and stay there for five or six days and then come back to Fergus. And then I'm going to go up to there for five days and back and then up to here for three and back. Mm -hmm. But with the lack of the Americans now, it's Niagara one day, then you're home. The next day, Meaford, back. Mm -hmm. The next day, back to Niagara. It's a lot mm -hmm. of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, we're going through the ringer right now, but you know, you guys know what it's like. I'm sure you guys got everything sent sideways with, you know, the fact you guys like to move around so much. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there that are really, really suffering. So, yeah. you know, we had to do things differently, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, everyone's going through this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just cool to look at the, you know, the pandemic and COVID through the lens of all these different things and, like through the lens of a guide, like how did it affect guiding? And it, it affected guiding. It affects everything, you know? So it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's interesting. actually, you know, the one, the one positive trend that I saw coming out of this, mm -hmm. and I hope it goes through into 2021. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people have their little family budget and they do their trip down to Florida or yeah. they're doing their yearly Cuba or whatever. Mm -hmm. But because I think the, the kids were homeschooled and they're home all the time. I took out five or six, seven or eight year old kids this year. Oh, for the oh, first cool. time, like, um, so parents are starting to get a little bit creative on, on, on getting their kids outdoors and yeah. getting them into doing activities where you could be, um, you know, you could distance from people. Yeah. So I thought that was super cool. That's the probably the real the thing I like the most that's come out of this. The most positive thing is, um, you know, there's nothing cooler than seeing a little seven-year-old kid in waders casting a fly rod. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope it continues because it's great to see them unplugged and, and yeah. outside and and they all loved it. Even even waitering them up, they feel like they're, you know, their imagination takes them away. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Some mm -hmm. kids think they're in, you know, rural Alaska somewhere and they're sitting in the Grand River somewhere. But yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the that's the one thing I, I really hope continues. So yeah. I'm curious to see what 21's gonna do. I don't know. Yeah. Um you know, Canadians are are good people and and we like to rally around things. So um, you know, this town's being hit pretty heavy with, with the shutdowns because there's so many mom and pop shops here, Yeah. Mm -hmm. but you know, we're almost into January now and, um, people are seem to be getting a little more positive about the next year coming up. Yeah. 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 yeah I could feel that. The feel I that can't believe, sure. I can't believe there's a vaccine that's like going to be, you know. it's believe it's been 10 months. I know that's, that's wild, what man. I can't believe. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's almost a but year. The other day I was saying like, I could have used this as like a 10 month thing i could have i could have ate properly did push-ups yeah, like i was I doing a 10-month sentence i could have came out of here looking totally. like COVID oh yeah juiced up you know like yeah. 
Yeah. But I no. went the other way. I Me went too, the other man. way. Me too. I went the other way. I started drinking I to... more. I started liking cake <laughs> yeah. a lot more, you know. I yeah. went the donut route. Yeah. Donut route. You know, just, just in a circle. <laughs> I've gone through YouTube. I don't think there's any videos on YouTube, but I've gone through YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the whole catalog. There's nothing left. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. left. There's yeah. nothing left. Yeah. There's nothing. But it's been a, it was a trying year, but yeah. Yep. yeah. No. You know, what what can you do? I don't know. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. And you know, at least, you know, at least How's it been for you guys. I guess you had to readjust and Yeah. Yeah, we did as well. I mean, it, it helped our our podcast uh well, we had to strategize we had more time, so we're like, let's put out double the amount of podcasts um, yeah. that we were putting out, which which helped, right? And sure, yeah, it's kind of fun. and it's at a time when it was needed too. People need that yeah. Yeah. the content exactly. coming. Yeah, we had nothing else to do, so we just started doing that. But then you yeah. know, we realized this this pandemic's going on pretty long. I don't know if we can keep up this pace, so we, <laughs> so we went back to one uh, twice a month, but. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it, you know, like we can't complain, right? Like, it, oh, shot our trips to Montana, like whatever. We have jobs and we're healthy, so we can't complain. And then we got to, we were like, you know what? Well, let's when we when we had windows, let's go explore Ontario some more, which we love to go fish around yeah. Ontario, right? So we went and you know when 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 it was like at times where it was safer, we went up and fished, you know, the backwoods of Northern Ontario mm-hmm. and, and did that kind of stuff, and it was great. Yeah, fun. we did a lot of uh, backyard exploring, if you will, yeah. which I think a, a lot of people did, you know, or at least yeah, yeah. people are lucky enough to do so. And yeah. um, there's a lot to see yeah. in this province. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. Totally. I think like sometimes if, you go on you go yeah. on flying trips, yeah. And when you're up in those little planes, it looks mm-hmm. like the most vast place oh, you've yeah. ever seen in your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and when you come home, you look on a map, it's just a little pen dot. Yeah. Yeah. Like a couple little lakes. Up Just in a Tomorrow tiny Day. little pen dot on that map. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Ontario's so huge. that's the way to do it though. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm probably do the same thing next year. I don't see yeah. us you know, really traveling that much. I want to go back to uh, Algoma for sure. Um, yeah. You know what? I was up there just <clears throat> just around the time when you guys were up there. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's the first time I got up there in probably 20 years, and I kicked myself the entire drive home. Yeah. wondering why i never went up there again it's cool eh? it's beautiful <laughs> yeah, yeah. It i warm. love it up there yeah i i yeah. i wasn't on that trip but the pictures looked ra- radical i mean like oh, you guys were really saying hit the fall colors perfectly well steelhead musky pike bass pink Everything. salmon i was like jesus yeah. yeah i want to go back up for steelheading Man. um um definitely want to go back up there in general but yeah just seeing you know so many so much opportunity up yeah. there it's yeah. beautiful yeah. yeah i love it i'm gonna i'm definitely going back up there this year oh yeah, yeah. big time yeah. big time <clears throat> absolutely um oh, yeah well steelheading okay so let's just talk about steelheading for a minute here um mm-hmm. it is how we kind of met you it is how we yeah. met on the river the big <laughs> yeah. it is we heard you like steelhead <laughs> we heard you like steelhead we know who the, doesn't who the doesn't story and the great lake steelhead are awesome and we've got so many of them what what is like the perfect steelheading day for you down here and and what what are your favorite steelhead rivers like where are you going what's the best steelheading day i'll give you one on each side i like fishing cataraugus creek in new york yeah mm-hmm. and i love fishing the niagara and big head here they're my mm-hmm. two favorite here they're two different vibes but equally good oh yeah beautiful rivers. Ahead. i love the niagara just for the when when you hook a fish it's in open water and oh yeah you know, your whole life you're looking down at the water. You're never you're never looking up. Yeah. So the perspective's amazing. And when you hook a steelhead in the open water, it's and then add the current to it, it's crazy. 
Right. And I like the big head in the fall for the colors. I love going up there. And the perfect day for me is uh, if the steel head are in, probably right when the color colors are in their full bloom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hoodie weather. Yeah. Little little or little puffy jacket. Yeah. You could walk forever. You're never hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good times. That's a great that's hot or cold. Yeah. That's good times to me. Yeah. You know, we haven't talked much about the Niagara when it comes to steelheading, um, really. Uh, It's probably the river I've fished personally the least. Yeah, me too. Um, It's terrifying if you don't know it. That's what I mean. I'm scared. Like, I I went down there first time, like, uh, I'm scared. (laughs) To this day, it's the only river I don't go there alone. Yeah. Right. And it's the only river I don't play around in, like, joke around. Yeah. You know, get silly. Yeah. 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 But as far as fishing, it's world class river yeah what you got to learn is the flows the flows are bonkers down there right the flows can go up and down 15 feet a day yeah well God. are you walking and waiting the niagara oh, yeah 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 oh, oh, okay, okay okay <laughs> yeah i mean actually waiting, a couple years ago i was on the uh <laughs> a funny story down there i was waiting on the new york side yeah years ago i was waiting over there down near devil's hole okay and all of a sudden, uh, one of those like uh, student park ranger kids that you know they hire for the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ran all the way up to the gorge and told on me that I was in the river. Oh man! They had to send two cops all the way down the gorge, oh, and man. this walk is the walk of death, man. Yeah. It's way harder than ours on our side. Yeah. They had to send these two cops all the way down yeah. to tell me to get out of the river. So I'm fishing in the river and all you hear, you got to get out of the river. And I was like, come on, Saba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from Canada. Yeah. What? And they couldn't get me out of there. Yeah. No, <laughs> so they got so mad that I came out. Yeah. And the guy was so mad at the kid because the fact that the kid told him, made yeah. them that they now had to go had to just in that, case yeah. something right, happened right. to me. Now right. they're legally caught yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, They didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. But awesome. it's an amazing river, man. Both yeah. sides too. Um, I really miss not being able to get down there. I love getting down. Uh, I like going to the Ontario trips in New York, but they yeah. can get a little busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love the Erie trips down there. And you could fish it. They're 365 down there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. So I go down there in April around Easter, I get all my personal fishing out of the way. And then I come home to work at the end of the month. Oh, okay, cool. And then my two favorite days of fishing in the entire year is us Thanksgiving Thursday in New York. Oh yeah. There's not a soul. There's not a soul. Yeah. That's a good point. There's not a soul on the river. Yeah. On the flip side, the Friday is the busiest day of the year. Right. Right. Yeah. But the Thursday itself, the day of Thanksgiving, it's empty. That's true. Absolutely empty down there. It's a great way to think about it. Yeah. It's a real good time to get down there. Um, so I love the trips over there. Uh, Canada Way Creek and Cataraugus Creek are my two favorite there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to get on the cat every time, but it blows out. Yeah. So I go down there and I fish the, I fish Canada Way Creek. And then if I could get on the cat, I will. Yeah. Mm. Um, but the Niagara, you could fish it on our side all the way from Queenston all the way to the Whirlpool. Okay. Right. Cross the bridge at Lewiston, you could do it the same. Yeah. On their side, all the way across. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful river, man. The, the color of the water and just like the, yeah, I can't imagine fighting a steelhead in there. Like, it's so deep. You know, we forget how famous that river is. Yeah. Until you go down there with somebody from Switzerland. Right. Mm-hmm. That they know the river. They've heard about the river their entire life. Yeah. So you get to see oh, it through their eyes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's a real cool, cool river to fish. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of spend. Well, we would need your guidance. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Just I'm don't doing. ask me to swim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you spend your split your time between the big head, which is awesome. The big head's great. Yeah. yeah. For a different reason. I like the, well, I, I'm a walker by nature, so I like to move. Yeah. And that's the perfect size for me to move around. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, really yeah I mean, the kind of guy that likes to sit and park, park it in one spot. I like to, I like to move, stick and move kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the perfect size. Yeah, it really not too is. far away. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah it's gorgeous. Yeah. Run into people all the time. I know there. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah, I call it Fergus North. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Funny. It's beautiful. Yeah, we. It was the first time fishing it for me this year, and I was like, oh yeah, I can see why people love it so much. It's really cool. Yeah, a different kind of uh, steelheading than I was used to. You know, because usually we fish the Grand where we're just swinging big water. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but it's super cool. Like it's just. It's really fun. And I love that you can walk and just cover a ton of water, you know? You know, that's one of the beauties of fly fishing. You could fish so many different styles, you know? Yeah. You yeah. could go from swinging the grand to poking away in the pockets at the big head. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mitch caught a very nice deal head. On the, on the big head, yeah. Maybe that's Not why. Not the day you saw us, but yeah. Maybe that's why I like it so much. I was like, oh, <laughs> first go. time ever. I was like, look at this thing. You know, you usually only remember the ones you lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've lost some beauties, man. Oh, beauties. Man. Yeah, there's nice oh, yeah. fish in there. <laughs> so good. Um, the rivers, though, they're getting crowded. You know, um, have you noticed? Have you noticed all the people on the rivers lately? I don't know. Uh, I think it's not really a new thing. Maybe it's just the last last little bit. But have you have you noticed an increase in anglers on on the big head, for example? Yeah, the big head. I have, and yeah. probably in the last four years. Is it all fly people or is it, it's, it's all over the place, just anglers in general? No, you know what it is, is um, there's almost like a line in the sand where the center pinners go up that way into the deep pools. Right. And the fly angler go downstream into yeah, the yeah. pockets. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Hey, yeah, it's but, you know, of- one of the good, one of the good things about that river is, um, you know, you, there could be 30 cars in the parking lot and you could still get away and fish. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to walk, you could get away from every single person. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's not willing. too far either. It's a couple hours from the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're willing to move, you know, I'm just funny. Like people are just like really fishing. It's just like blowing up. I think because like, we saw yeah. when we were there, we saw pinners and we saw gear people. I saw some fly people. I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, some popping river. People you like too. this place. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the fishing videos from, <laughs> The TV shows I used to watch as a kid. You guys ever heard of Red Fisher? No, I don't know Red Fisher. I never heard of Red Fisher. I think Fisher. so. Okay, that's showing your age right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ontario so Red, fishing show? Red Fisher was... He was Bob Azumi before Bob Azumi. Okay. Really? Yeah. Super I think we're all so, looking him up right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking him up. Right oh, now. Red, okay. Red Fisher is... is he's, he's like my Bobby Orr. Like he's my God, Red Fisher. Yeah. I watched him every Saturday. We watched him and he would do He would do an episode where he'd be up North and then he would come back and finish the episode with 
uh, him by the Scuttlebutt Lodge. Oh, Scuttlebutt Lodge. Yeah, I know. I know of this. I know. I haven't. I know of Scuttlebutt yeah, yeah. Lodge and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has some serious hat hat game going on. Eh? Oh yeah, he was <laughs> no joke. Awesome. Red Fisher was no joke. I love him. So we went from that. That was that was the only show we could watch. That was on. This is before cable, before anything. So if you missed it at eleven o'clock Saturday, guess what? You had to wait till next Saturday to see him. Yeah. Right. Now you know, 45 years later, yeah. you could click on 50,000 fly fishing videos at the click of a finger. Yeah. Where can I go? How do I tie flies? How do I cast? Yeah. How do I get there? Where's the access points? Dot, 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 dot. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. So the whole thing's changed. So what you guys are doing now, you're at the forefront of what's going on. This is 40 years later, the stuff you're doing now. Yeah. Um, you know, I do work sometimes with the new fly fisher. Yeah. I actually have an episode coming up, uh, coming out in the new year. We shot a bass episode up in the Thessalon area. Nice. Mm. But all nice. the camera guys are young. Yeah. They're all young people. So it's even going to get even more cooler. Like, oh, yeah. when you see the fishing videos and the podcasts and the way things are done now. Yeah. Even go back to the 80s. The difference uh, on you know right right story the shows yeah they're more real now it's not like oh that's a very nice fish there steve oh, <laughs> look at the colors on that thing well, you know how many times can you watch watch that stuff when totally. i was a kid i didn't care about that stuff yeah yeah you know i want to see real i want to see what you know yeah i used to watch these fishing shows and go well, we don't behave like this on the river yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you know i think who there talks was like, like that yeah who talks like that to each other <laughs> yeah. so it's become a lot more cooler for the younger people. And then, and then right. what better thing to get into if you're into videography than fly fishing? Yeah, Tell me beautiful. anything. It's the number one thing to get into. Yeah. It's so beautiful looking. Yeah. It's like true. the river shots and the slow mo yeah. shots and the rising trout. Yeah. You know, this is the industry to be in if you're into that stuff. That's blowing up too. There's, it's always amazes yeah. me how many like really professional filmmakers there are in fly fishing world. You know, people are like, people have friends I know, they're like, there's fly fishing film festivals. I'm like, yeah. And it's like, they're crazy yeah. good. Like the films are they're ridiculous. Crazy. The content is wild. Like really yeah. crazy production, you know? Yeah. And you know, yeah. you could get two 16 year old kids in their grandma's basement making these. Things. Yeah, sure. Yeah. hundred percent. It's amazing. Yeah, it's man. amazing. Yeah, that's cool. that's another thing we're seeing a lot of younger people now too yeah a yeah. lot of younger people getting into yeah. it so that's a good I think thing it's right? amazing you know I, I want thing. everyone to get into it. i want everyone to catch fish i want everyone to come and try it yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. it's a good yeah. thing i think that people are getting into it right i mean why why is it a good thing like is it just a matter of because people are going to protect kind of what think, they care for i think with the conditions we're under right now i think people have really reevaluated their lives and I don't think people realize just how much time kids are spending indoors, plugged mm. in. Yeah. They're not outside. When I was a kid, we were never inside. I was never inside. Dragged indoors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or your brothers got looking for you because yeah. your mom sent them. Like we are never home. Yeah. yeah. And I think the way things are now, people are realizing we got to get outdoors more. We're, we're going to do things. We've got to get active. We, yeah. you know there's nothing better to me than seeing a 10 year old kid chasing after frogs or mm -hmm. chasing after minnows in a Creek or something like that. That's to me, that's what being a kid's all about. I think hundred oh, percent they get their hands on the technology way too young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, but, it's hundred percent important to get outside and appreciate it, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think the camera work is, is the number one thing that's caused the growth. 
And you could also now go, oh, what's going on in Wyoming right now? Fly fishing Wyoming. Okay. I might go there next week. Where do I go? Oh, so-and-so lodges there. Oh, there's a guy. Oh, so accessible. You can Mm -hmm. book the airfare, book the trip, order your rods. Yeah. Get the tying stuff without leaving your chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's true. You guys are in the right industry. You guys are going to be... I think that's a good point, actually. It's it's a create, you yeah. know, it really does lead if you are a creative, like if you are a, yeah. a filmmaker, yeah, a, a camera person, a, a photographer, a yeah, visual artist, Snow- snowboarding is a cool one. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, snowboarding, skateboarding, yeah. a lot of videographers that I've yeah. met. But they fly started... fishing was never considered. We weren't the cool guys. Yeah. yeah. All the videos were guys railing down things with skateboards. Yeah. Uh, the guys doing the, the the skiing down, getting dropped off with helicopters. Yeah. Fly yeah, fishing's skiing. there now with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's, it's right yeah. there with them now. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. Well, it never used to be. Yeah. It never, ever used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it looks so cool. There's nothing cooler than seeing someone who could cast a fly rod nicely with a perfect backdrop behind them. Oh, yeah. There's nothing cooler. It's a great image. I got a couple of those. Oh, come on now. <laughs> oh, come on. Now, chill. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess the people, people on the river is a good thing. Uh, but what, just thinking about steelhead specifically, like are there, yeah. what, if we were to say like, what are two challenges in your mind facing steelhead uh, fisheries in Ontario? Like what are a couple of problems facing steelhead? Um, what would you say? What would you say those problems are? Uh, well, I could get controversial when you talk about things like that, but mm-hmm. you know, People keep, in my opinion, people keep way too many fish. Yeah. One of the one of the things I always talk about, how ironic it is when you're on the river and someone stops and, I don't know why it's slow today. What's happened to the fishery? It's gotten yeah. slow here. Yeah. And then as the person's walking away, they're dragging four steelhead behind them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so like, yeah, weird. It's like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> row. I, I don't have an issue with row bags yeah. if they're farmed. You know, farm it. Yeah. Get them from there. I think people are keeping too many fish. And also, in in um, in the late 80s, mm-hmm. like Port Hope, Port Hope got like 18,000 fish through it. Yeah. In the late 80s. And this is before the population. You got to remember the population's also probably tripled in the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. Right. When I was a kid, there was a million people in Toronto. Yeah. Right. So, you know, just the growth alone. Yeah. But so, so we used to get like 18,000 fish coming through that system that we used to stock. Yeah. The people from New York came up to learn on, on how we did this. They took the knowledge back to New York and they continued doing it to this day. A year later, Ontario got their budget cut. And now we get about 3,000 fish running. Right. So there's so much politics involved and of course, yeah. and this, that, and the other thing, but you know, it goes through good years and bad years. Last year was a really good year. Yeah. Um, COVID's kind of a write-off really people don't know the yeah. crowds too are, are also, you know, one car per person instead of four people hopping in. Right. Right. A lot of weird things that you really can't, you know, put your finger on, like really get the real numbers. Yeah. Is it really mm-hmm. busy out there because there's four cars or is there only four people out there? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> there could yeah. be 12. 
There could be 12 easily. True. Yeah. So it's just weird. I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I never look at that as a bad thing. I think yeah. there's always somewhere to go explore. If some place gets too busy for you, get going. Yeah. It's a lot of water. That's for sure. hundred percent water, man. Oh man. Totally. And you know how it is, you know, people don't like walking. Yeah. How many people park? Yeah. 20 feet from where they're going to fish. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Walk a little bit and you can get into some nice hidden, oh, yeah. hidden yeah. secrets of the river. I and like you know, you guys are in uh, all three of you guys are right in Toronto, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You could go almost in four directions from where you guys are in three hours. You could be into 40 steelhead rivers. Yeah. 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 I know if, if the borders were open, cause we hit, yeah. we hit quite a few this year, you know, we did the soggy and mail and big head grand credit. Like we've been yeah. fishing like crazy all over. Cause why not? You know, why not? So I got, the, the, I got the perfect destination for you guys to go down and film an amazing episode. Oh yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to know exactly where that is. Wilmington, New York. Oh fuck, I love Wilmington. I love Wilmington. That's why I My wanted favorite. to go this year, guys. But COVID, and we was like, shit, it's beautiful. You gotta go. Yeah, you man. gotta get down there, man. White it's face. Wilmington. Oh, Sable River, right? Yeah, West yeah. Branch of the Sable River. It's the oh. best, man. That's where Mitch and I cut our teeth. Yeah, man, I love that. Is that right? Trout fishing, yeah, because we grew up in Ottawa, right? There's no trout streams in Ottawa. Yeah. So, so oh yeah, that's right. So right, we would right, drive. Right. It was it was a relatively short drive. Yeah. To um like to go state. fish there. Yeah. To upstate New York. Yeah. How long how long is it from Ottawa? It was well. It used to take me like th- about three and a half hours, like ish, That's four hours to get to Wilmington. Yeah, and then yeah. But we'd fish, you know, uh, Malone, New York, uh, yeah, 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 Pulaski. Yeah. Uh, you know. Do you remember uh, about three years ago when those guys uh, yeah. escaped out of prison? Yeah. They were running loose in New, in, in New York. In, yeah, around Malone, I think, weren't they? Yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. they got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Good yeah. old Malone, man, that place." <laughs> I would, I would, so, fish, I would fish Malone a lot uh, more so than Wilmington because, but Wilmington was always a treat to yeah. make it like the the extra drive. That's so cool. Uh, Malone was easy because it was like it was just over an hour. Yeah. It would be like it was almost like driving to the Grand, to be honest. That was easy. You know what? Drive. I never fished the Malone. I, we always just drive through it. Shadowgate and the salmon. Salmon and the Shadowgate. Beautiful rivers. We're great. Awesome rivers so nice you know i like i, I really miss no, it it's state. not the same salmon river that goes through pulaski uh no i don't think so i think it's a different one yeah no yeah 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 yeah, so. yeah. i drive browns, by it all the time i drive by bunch, it all a bunch of browns so bunch of browns brown in that salmon river. And, yeah great brown fishing nice rainbows as well i love it down there man you know oh, it's yeah. about the same time tomogamy is my favorite place in ontario yeah we hey. yeah. it's one of ours as well Tomogamy i spent awesome. a lot of time in that area such yeah. a great yeah. spot so beautiful up there I love it up there. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to go back to New York though. God, as soon as these borders open, we got to go and just fish all over upstate. I want, I really want to do the Catskills too. I've never done the Catskills. Got to do it's that. It's one place I've never been either. It lo- I mean, that's like the water looks ridiculous there, you know? Like, Sounds like a date. Yeah. <laughs> no, go. and I got a friend that lives down there too. I could set you guys up with him. We could show you around. Oh, right on. That'd be awesome. Yeah. He's on that river every day, the Delaware. God, that's nice. Oh, eh? nice. Nice home waters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some water. <laughs> that's awesome. Amazing. He took a twenty-eight this year on a on a twenty olive. Really? Jeez. A yeah. twenty olive too. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> twenty-eight. <laughs> I've never been there. I've never even been to Roscoe. Yeah, it looks amazing. I never. I have. Every either. time I just go with what I know. I'm going straight back to yeah. Lake Placid. Lake yeah. Placid is great though, man. That's the second time you. we had a guest on with loving you. Lake Placid. Yeah. Oh, it's hard not to, it's man. Beautiful. West Branch of the Osable. It's fucking. Yeah. So and nice and you could do whatever trip you want. You could go. You could go cowboy. Yeah. You could go camping. 
Yeah. You could go mid-range, get one of those fly fishing motels. Hungry trout, baby. Is the hungry trout still <laughs> hungry there? Trout. there yeah. you is go. the hungry trout still there? I think so, yeah. The hungry trout is going strong, my friend. Yeah, man. And there's right like on. there's like kind of a nicer upscale restaurant up top and then like a barbecue place downstairs. And we my friends and I yeah, legend in. has it. Nobody it was, I know has ever been upstairs. Everyone's straight down. Everybody goes down. downstairs. <laughs> I okay, well here you go. First person, because we went upstairs. We're like, this is the place. And we're like in our waiters and shit. No, no, and we're no. like, okay, we got like steaks and like scotch and stuff. We're like, this is ridiculous. And then we walk downstairs in the barbecue place. We're like, oh man, like <laughs> everybody's eating barbecue, like plaid shirts. I'm like, this is where we're supposed to be. Like shit. The hungry trout rules. It. It's great there. It's awesome. The hungry trout rules, man. Oh, yeah. That place rules. <laughs> yeah. So good. Place rock. Yeah. Also, like, what a great name I got. Yeah, it's the best. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I fished every stretch of there too. I've been in right behind that place and, and yeah. you can hit fish all through there. Oh, it's oh, yeah. crazy. It's all hung over here if you want to drive or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's probably the same distance as Tomogamy. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Like, oh, it's yeah, not for a sure. bad drive at all. It's not a bad drive no, at all. It's it's not. It really the trout fishing is just it's amazing. It's amazing. It's absurd. They they, they yeah. really do a good job up there of you know, running the stock of programs and just, you know, uh, maintaining yeah. that. It's great. Really, really yeah. nice. But I think it's still good up here, you know? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I have, I have times where, you know, I wish we had the 365 steelhead rule like they do down in New York, Yeah. but there's something also about fish Eve, you know, totally having a season. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about fish Eve the makes day you before fish. opener. It's, you know, that tradition. Yeah. Man. It's just, so yeah, this electricity know. for sure makes you. Yeah, appreciate I'm happy it. with the steelhead season here. It goes up and down. There's killer years and there's slow years, and yeah, I find in the bass seasons have been pretty slow lately. But I think that's going to come around again. It, everything cycles around. Yeah, got to hang around long enough. True <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that. Love that. Yeah. Um, time for some Mitchie's Fishies Five. Definitely. Yeah, let's do this, uh, Mikey. We we ask five questions every show. Same five questions every guest. They're just more questions, but a little bit more about, you know, your favorite this and that when it comes to fly fishing. So uh, we're going to ask them right now, and we're going to see, uh, see what you think. Let's go. So uh, the first fish, Mitch's Fishies 5, is what is your favorite fish and why? Oh, man. It's a tough one. I thought you were going to say steelhead wow. immediately. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it, I love two fish for two separate reasons that each one doesn't have. Yeah. So I love the fight of the steelhead. Yeah. When I've hooked that fish and I'm fighting it. So if you ask me what fish I like to fish the most after it's hooked. Yeah. 100% is steelhead. Okay. But I love and absolutely love stocking browns on the surface. Yeah. 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 Mm. So mm -hmm. throwing a dry fly to a big brown, a trophy brown is that's exhilarating, but in a different way than the steelheading. Totally, totally. It's more of a anticipation yeah. kind of thing. The yeah. steelhead's more of an adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Both equally amazing. They both get the blood going. Like, which you know, if you could pick, if you had to pick between one. Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> oh, Mitch, what are, you, what are you trying to do to us? I don't know, yeah. man. I'm freaking out. I'm gotta freaking go out. Yeah, you gotta yeah go there steelhead. you go. Yeah. Gotta go steelhead. You gotta go steelhead. You have to. I love steel. If I, man. if I may, yes, uh, just to go quickly, go back to the grand. Uh, definitely, it was a year that I fished the grand the least, but I will say had my best fish year in terms of like size of fish on the grand. On the yeah. grand this year? 
Yeah, I think so. Because it kind of like, to your point, like, because the stockies weren't there, it made you focus on trying to fish for the harder fish. Yeah. So, so we have, we have a a mixed feeling on this. Um, As a guide, we were getting a lot of nothing or huge. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, (laughs) But as a guide, we need those three year fish. Like, it's the two and three year fish that are keeping yeah. you busy until you get a big fish. Yeah. Right. But yeah, we're seeing huge fish come out of the river this year. Yeah. Huge tanks. Yeah. Tanks like 26ers. Yeah. Yo, man, it was that one you landed for me at like right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It was like only, one of the only times we went on the grand this year. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Time. You wouldn't have gone good. on anyways. Yeah, Sorry? exactly. I said you wouldn't have got on the river anyways. Oh, mm-hmm. all the people. It's too busy. <laughs> I'm excited for New Year's Eve. Or, although and I have a, a tradition, New Year's Eve steelhead. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I'm excited for so that. So the last two years, December 30th, we absolutely lit it up. Oh, yeah. There you go, man. Lit it up, man. I mean, lit it up. Boom. Nice. We go on. <laughs> Every year. Yeah, if I'm around, I'll be up there. Like every year, the guys from town here will put on our Santa hats and go out and do a, you know, a pre-New yeah. Year's thing. Yeah. And the last two years have not disappointed. No, that sounds awesome. familiar. I think I've, I've seen some fly fishers on their Santa hats. Let's get some Santa hats, man. Yeah. I think it might have been. Not a word of Santa hat. <laughs> I tell you, there's no better way to end a season yeah. than a day like that. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I've had it the other way around where I've lost a fish the last day of the season, the biggest fish in my life. And you got to wait it out yeah. five more months. With <laughs> April. Driving home going, I'm never coming back to catch this fish. It's yeah. over. Yeah. And yeah. all winter long, you're just thinking about the letdown. Yeah. 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 But you could tuck the rod away. You know, you just slam some fish. It's the last day of the year. The drive home's great. Yeah. <laughs> still had, you know, it's just yeah. a perfect day to yeah. be out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, man. And I think I think from from what I'm seeing, I think with the forecast we're getting, well, I think we're green lit right to the end of the year. Yep. Bing. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Steelhead, though, man, that's a great fish. But what about your you guys? Steelhead. Favorite fishes? Oh man, yeah. I think my I, we've answered this before. Mine. I love steelhead. Yeah, I think they're my favorite. I also love rainbow trout, though. Just just rainbow trout, resident rainbow trout. But the one I want the most is the Atlantic. Yeah, man. That yeah, would be- yeah I'd, I'd, I'm gonna have to say I've had the pleasure of Atlantic salmon fishing, and if I'll, I'll go Atlantic salmon, and then probably redfish. Oh, redfish are oh, pretty wow. sweet. If I'm gonna man. do the saltwater thing, yeah, if I'm yeah, gonna yeah. do salt, although technically salmon are kind of both, but you catch them in freshwater. <laughs> so you guys, have, you guys should have a snake draft on here one night, where you know you do like an NFL draft. Yeah. Where you go up and down like greatest species of fish, <laughs> up and down. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Do a, do brackets. And it stuff. changes too all the time. Like you know, yeah. I'll start. It's team. always the one you you don't have. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. I got in front of a, ter- a permit this year, and I I well, spooked it. Oh, why do you? Why does everyone bring that up? It just crushes our <laughs> spirits. Oh, I lost. Uh, <laughs> as the world was losing to COVID, I lost two permits. So yeah. I'm with you, man. I spooked yeah. it. I didn't even get a chance. I. Yeah duffed it like i absolutely duffed it (laughs) while i was duffing it i was like yeah that only took me 50 years to get in front of one of these (laughs) yeah mine is pike bones and 
pike is my favorite i think it's it's ever since i've been hitting yeah those. and you could go into subspecies too like yeah. pike fishing is t-shirt and cold beer weather yeah exactly yeah. you're not worrying about hatches you're just yeah. throwing meat around yeah it's, you know yeah, you're outside you it's the summer yeah so but that, I, yeah, and, and it no, can, you can make a fight for anything. The smallies, oh, yeah. you're in yeah. a t-shirt. The bass are jumping. Bathing suit, yeah. poppers Bathing suit. Yeah, you got poppers going. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you, you can make a strong argument oh, around yeah. here. The the uh, the latest craze around here is the carp fishing. Yeah, man, everybody's talking. What I've been about hearing. Yeah. I've yet to get into. There's a big craze around here. There's people that you know. Yeah, there's big uh, carp in the Grand. You guys see anything? No. Oh no, just these huge browns rising. Yeah. Okay, let me know if the uh, carp are here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares. There's two. There's two guys on the river. Yeah. That are carp fanatics. Oh yeah, that's all they go for. Yeah. Yeah, they're obsessed with carp fishing, wow. and I think that's going to be a real big trend coming up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're hard to catch on the fly. They're not easy. Spooky. They are not oh, easy. Yeah. yeah. Ghosts. It's like turkey hunting. You see them until you're turkey hunting, but. Yeah, when you're yeah. trying to actually carp fish with a fly, they're hard, man. Hard to find, hard to catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got to do got, that. We got to do that. Yeah, this is next to them. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. But yeah, steelhead's my favorite. I like that. I like that. Uh, okay, number two is if you could fish anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Argentina, all day, all day, every day. That's, oh, that's right. where I'm looking to go in about ten years. That's right. We didn't even talk about you fishing in Argentina. So you fished there before. Yeah. And so, so the so the guy I was talking about earlier, Roberto yeah. Ogin, yeah, he took me down to Argentina, and we met his dad down there. We went down; it was a like a twelve-hour flight, ten-hour bus ride, and then we met his dad there, and we went a hundred k in a ten-hour drive by car. We took a nineteen sixty-eight Ford Bronco, nice, one hundred kilometers into the Andes. Whoa. Oh, cool. No guide. <laughs> we just went for it. Yeah. Wow. It was wild, man. Yeah. But I tell you, that place is, it's kind of perfect there. It's yeah. kind of perfect. Your money goes a long way. Everyone there lives above their means. Mm. Everyone's eating and drinking wine and like they don't care place. about a lot of the smaller things that we care about over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. their houses aren't as important as this or the, what their neighbors have. They're not into any of that. Yeah, they like to eat a nice dinner and then they go into the town square and they drink wine and they laugh and have a good time. Everyone's outside. Sounds um, awesome. It's it sounds great. <laughs> beautiful people there. Yeah, really nice people. Uh, the food's amazing. It's safe. Yeah, it's just an amazing place. And then and then you know the fishing is as as great as you want it to be. Yeah, you could go into the Andes. You know, the movie, um, there was a movie in, I think in the nineties called the live, it, it was, you know, the rugby team crashes. Oh yeah. Alive. They left. So I saw where they were. Oh, right. I was, I was in oh, the valley. Really? Yeah. I saw where they mm. were. I saw exactly where they were. Jeez. Ooh. Is that the Ethan Hawke flick when he was. It's a true actors. story. It's a true yeah. story. About yeah. 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 yeah the rugby team there, whatever. But yeah, we went way in there. You know, rest in peace, Armando Ogain. Yeah. He just passed away this year. He took us in there. He was 76 years old. Yeah. By the time we got out of the Andes, he was stronger than we went in there. Yeah. 
I was broken. I was absolutely <laughs> a little man child in there. I got broken down by the weather. Yeah. Like my skin got ripped up by the wind and the sand. And yeah. I looked like Everest base camp guy with the white stuff on his nose. My hands were ripped to pieces. Yeah. Right. Armando was stronger coming back. Man. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And he was in his mid seventies. And then his cousin was with us and he got altitude sickness. Yeah. Of the guy from Argentina. Oh, wow. But I'm telling you, man, you got to get down there. Yeah, you yeah. Have to yeah, get to absolutely. Um, mix it up a bit because it's a really long flight. It's a long way to get there. Yeah. But it's kind. Of, it's the kind of place where you're you're fly fishing in the morning and then you're eating a steak barbecue thing yeah. by Gauchos in the afternoon in the some vineyard in the, the mountain somewhere. Mm-hmm. And everyone's friendly. And it's not expensive. You're like, what's the catcher? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really nice there. Sounds like a heaven. Really sounds amazing. (laughs) Maybe that's the first place we got to hit after this COVID thing. Mm -hmm. That's the one that I know. I haven't seen everywhere yet. So Labrador is where I want to go. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool to check out. Yeah. Argentina, though, man. Argentina, that's where I'm going. That's where I go. Great answer. You guys will be visiting me down there in 10 years. Fine <laughs> yeah, by me. Absolutely. See you there. <laughs> Go get set up and then we'll come down. Yeah, exactly. SoFly International. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I could be a correspondent from down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Our man in Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Okay, number three, Mitchie's Fishies 5, is what is your best uh, or favorite fishing memory? Or one of your best memories? Oh, with my grandpa, for sure. Nice. Yeah, wow. he taught me everything. I want to hear this story. Just fishing with your grandpa. Uh, so my grandpa was, uh, my grandpa grew up mm-hmm. on, Pe- you guys know where Peely Island is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine Peely Island in the 20s. Oh, man, yeah. It was like living in rural, rural Alaska or Siberia. Super, yeah, like untouched. Yeah, it was completely untouched there. So he was the real deal. Like he was the absolute real deal. He could yeah. do anything you asked him. Like he was my hero. Any Anything he could do anything yeah. from fix a car to he was a taxidermist. You know, he would show me all photos of him, you know, 10 years old with shotgun over his shoulder with his brother and sister <laughs> that are five and birds in their hand. Yeah. It was just a different time then, you know? Yeah. So he I would eventually, die. yeah, he eventually moved now, now Peely Island's like, uh, that's all uh, wineries yeah. and, yeah. and this, yeah. that. So, you know, he ended up getting married and, you know, settling in in Toronto, but I used to fish with him every Sunday. We would go to Dufferin's Creek yeah, and fish for anything, bobber and bobber and worm. Yep. And, nice. you know, then your world opens up when you get, a, you know, 16, someone, you know, has got a car, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. that's when your world opens up a bit. But until I was 16, Dufferin's Creek to me was, that was, that it. was my, uh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, fish sanctuary. Yeah. Great, yeah, right? yeah. Dolphins, awesome, yeah. I love that. Yeah, he could do everything, man. Like, like he could just take a thing of wood and, and whittle a a whistle, and then he would take a thing and turn it into a rug, and then he would he he would he could catch any fish you ever. Like, yeah. He was just amazing. One of those, yeah. Really yeah. nice person too. You know, he's just mm-hmm. a really good guy. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, anyways, for sure, him. That's great. I love that. It's awesome. Number four of Mitchie's Fishies Five is why do you fly fish? What do you get out of fly fishing? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> a little more existential. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, the, the number one reason I wanted to get into it yeah. to, was to get away from people. 
Yeah. <laughs> didn't work out, eh? Fair enough. <laughs> you know, there's only so many years you could slug around out there with the crew and yeah. You know, you know what it's like when you pull into a spot and there's 20 cars, you're like, come on, not today. Oh, it's my day off. Totally. <laughs> um, you know, and then that's the first thing that I noticed about it was you could go out there and learn it without you could be totally peaceful and whatever. Yeah. But it's checkers versus chess to me. Yeah. I love the game of fly fishing. I love the game of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm with and you. every single day you're out there is different than yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with yesterday. You could tell me you caught a hundred fish yesterday and that's re- totally, that was yesterday. Yeah. That was or yesterday. vice versa. Yesterday we didn't catch anything. Okay. Well, this is today. Let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's, you could go on and on and on. It's a, it's an amazing community to be involved in. There's very close knit group of people, I think. Yeah. Most people are good people. You you know, most people I meet oh, yeah. fly fishing. Yeah. I yeah. very laid back. I think you'll find yeah. the most uh common trait with, among fly fishers is they're usually laid back people. Yeah. And patient and intelligent. Patient, laid back. Yeah. A L- little bit of lone wolves. Yeah. You know, I'm wolves. I'm a bit of a mix. Like I don't like I don't like to drive alone going to the rivers. Yeah. I like riding up with somebody and then see a you know, kind of drifting off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all those. Well, I think you could do a lot of that fly fishing. You could get away from people and yeah, and yeah. Uh, kind of veg out a bit and totally, mm-hmm. totally. But you know, you could go on and on. You know, yeah, for sure, for sure. You could go on and on. No, it's good. Those are all valid, valid, absolutely valid reasons. It's therapeutic too. You know, yeah. um, I, I think people don't see that side of it. I think it's. Yeah. I do a lot of volunteering for a couple of organizations. Mm-hmm. from you know helping people that are under mental distress and mm-hmm. suffering mental mental uh, issues and things like that mm-hmm. and it's really really therapeutic for just being out there and and your mind's empty you have no thoughts in your head yeah you're you're, you're in a peaceful area yeah. it, it's a really it, it could really help you mend and heal yeah. there's a lot of that i i really believe in fly fishing and it heals a lot of people Totally. I believe that too. Amazing. It, it's like, you know, it's like river yoga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. There's yeah. A but it's got a good it. vibe about it. And and also the other side of it too is, is it helps, um, you know, it also heals physically. It helps women. They, they found out like women recovering from breast cancer and that they found out a lot of the machines that they're using in the hospital where they're in this sterile environment in the middle of this, you know, big giant hospital around a bunch of sick people and no scenery, just pushing these machines. And then someone along the way figured out that that's the same motion as fly casting. So they're doing a lot of the, the physical therapy right. now with casting fly rods, Oh, crazy. physically helping people. Yeah. Cause it does a lot to your glands and that under your arms and that oh, wow. like, the motion. Muscle. So they're finding it's literally wow. healing people. Mentally oh, and physically helping them. There you go. Fly yeah, it's, am- it's amazing. And then yeah. plus, you know, you know, you got your guys that you fish with or your girls and your, your crew. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like golfing. You, you know, half my friends golf, they don't fly fish. Yeah. And they've been golfing with the same guys for 25 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's the same as fly fishing. You three will probably be fishing together forever. Uh, you hear that, Yoma? Yeah, no. Yoma. <laughs> You're stuck forever with us, man. Forever and ever. And ever. And ever. At the end of the day, 
you look around and you're like, after everyone's being filtered out, okay, I guess it's us three. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> we can handle each other and tolerate each other and totally. Totally. It's fishing partners. That's a weird relationship, man. It's yeah. it's uh, it's not one to be frowned on. You have to. Yeah. It's a big deal going fishing with people. It's a working yeah. relationship, yeah. It's a big oh, deal yeah. going fishing with people. You know, it's a big. Yeah, deal. You can find out like who's got. Oh, I re- didn't realize Jimmy had a temper problem like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting totally. that reaction from losing that fish. Wow. <laughs> totally. You can learn a lot about people on the river, man. Oh, man. I'm not, I'm not really going to get into truth. this story, but I, I'm not going to really get into this to, in detail, but I saw Mitch get angry. Like, I've never seen anybody get angry in my entire life. Me? At what? <laughs> yeah. At a Mitch? Fish? I can't say. I can't say. I don't <laughs> what? Was it a lost fish? Was it a no, lost no. It was, uh, it was a passerby. In the spot? Passerby kind of. Yeah, no, it's just a passerby trying to tell him how to handle a fish. And he oh, ah! man. Oh, no, no. He was trying to tell Aldo how to handle the fish. said, hey, watch yeah, it, Mitch, buddy. Mitch right, right. <laughs> Mitch but it's how you reacted to that. But that was just like, Mitch totally had my back. I had his yeah. back, man. This guy's like, you have you. your fish. You have your no, unwanted back. help. He's one un- unwanted, hel- unwanted yeah. help guy. This yeah, guy was yeah. ch- chirping us from a bridge one day. And yeah. uh, Mitch was like, hey. You shut your mouth or I'm coming up there. And the guy was like, okay, see you later. Yeah, okay, the guy was like, oh, Mitch, nice one. Yeah, man. It's just so, you know, well, one of those you know days. what? Now you know. Now you know. Next time someone chirps Sam. him, yeah. you're going to say, yeah, that's Mitch. That's how he gets down. It's from yeah, Sam, exactly. man. That's what I'm saying, man. You don't mess with Mitch. You don't mess with Mitch. Yeah, man. I got your guys' back. And if he loses a big steelhead, look away. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Don't yeah. say anything. Don't look no. at him or talk to him. For no, a day. look away. When I when I lose a big fish, Act I like just like you're fixing something, getting some fly out of your box. Look away. I just tell people, like, oh, it wasn't anything. I was just hooked on a rock. I was. I try to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> I did that a couple of times this year. No, it's great, man. Those are all. Those are all great. I think reasons yeah. to fly fish. The the friend thing. Very good. Yeah, you know, so true. So true. Is there any more? Was that the last one? That was four. One the more. fifth was... one. This is the last one. Mitch's Fishies Five, right. and and it's. Uh, if you were a fly, what would you be? What fly pattern best represents you and why? Oh, I'm a caddis. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love those. I love the pods. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a emerging caddis. I'm an emerging caddis. I'm an emerging caddis. Nice. Why? Why? What about that fly? It's just got the versatility yeah. um, of all the things I love in life. Yeah. Topwater fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. The caddis emerger to me is the link. That's the do it. You could throw you could throw that thing into the film. Try to take a fish on top. When the hatch stops, you put a, sl- a split shot on it and fish it under the surface. Yeah. Same fly. Yeah. Right. It's a great fly. It's a great fly. Yeah. And caddis to me, that's summertime. Yeah. That's June. Yeah. That's ten o'clock nights. Oh yeah, mm. it's the best day. Yeah. You know that's yeah. that last hour. Yeah. From nine till ten. Yep. On a summer night, come on. That's the best, man. That's I'd be just best. swimming up there, <laughs> just swimming up there, ready yeah. for a brown to grab me. <laughs> totally. That's yeah. great. Caddis. I love that. I, I don't know. That. That's great, man. I love that. That's you the- can go woolly bugger, though, but that's the... Ah, uh, uh, no, nah, I don't want to do that. No, I don't. Nah, people turn out. Some, too many people answer that. <laughs> no, no, no. Me? Me? I kind of wish my nickname was Caddis. I wish someone gave me that. Hey, man, ago, we, could, we could easily in- enact that. Mikey the Caddis Metcalf. Yeah, no problem. No a little problem. old. You got to give it to a youngster. 
Yeah, that's great, man. That's it. That's, Call him Lil, Lil Caddis. That's that's just it. <laughs> Lil Caddis. Lil Caddis represent. I love that. <laughs> Lil When's his album coming out? <laughs> but you know, flies are weird because uh, how many times have you looked in someone's fly box and you're like, I would never fish with any of those. I hate every yeah. one of your flies, and yeah. they're doing the same to yours. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a muddler minnow is to me kryptonite. I don't know why. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's I, I hate the on muddler that one. minnow. For no reason. There's no reason. Yeah. No reason. Just looking at it. And We're... I know, know people that, oh, I got to refill my muddler minnows. <laughs> we know a guy like that. Yeah, we do know a guy like muddler that. Minnow. Yeah. But, it was fun. It was funny. We were actually in Tomogamy and I was like rifling through all these flies, trying to drum up some, some tough brook trout. And there's just like that one muddler minnow in the corner of my box. And I was like, <laughs> kind of like, sort of a rusty hook sharp, <laughs> sharpened it a bit and i was just like okay whatever i've tried everything else first cast beautiful brook trout and i was like oh. <laughs> you know like i was like god damn muddler minnows muddler. that's one thing about um, <laughs> southern ontario i wish yeah the mendoza lines north bay for bigger yeah i wish we had those big brookies down here man damn mm. yeah, yeah man yeah hey man Anywho. Well, that's and, that's that's Mitchie's Fishies Five, man. That's great. I think this is, and, and that's that's the show. This has been fantastic. The show. This show. It's been great. It's been really awesome getting to chat. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. I re- I really appreciate it. Mikey, yeah, that's Mike, a two-hour show. You did a two-hour show, man. Yeah, we. It's so easy to just chat. Yeah. You know? Close. Yeah, I'm a blabber oh, blabber yeah, by nature too. So you got to cut me off. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. We gotta we show. gotta hit the river this year, man. Yeah. We, you know, in the in the coming year, we gotta get out together. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I'd like to take you guys somewhere that you've never been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Argentina. Argentina, <laughs> Argentina yeah. Or we'll Niagara. Or Niagara. Yeah. yeah, we could do the Niagara. Yeah. 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 Well, we can do whatever. But Mikey, uh, shameless plug time. How could, how, how, where do people find you? How do people contact you? How can people book you? You know, uh, COVID, you know, uh, uh, in a perfect COVID world, you know? Uh, you could go on my website. Uh, Metcalf Flycast, uh, www. Do people even say that anymore? www. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Metcalfflycast.ca, uh, Instagram, Metcalf Flycast. Um, have an eye for us. I just uh, did an episode for the new fly fisher coming out. I'm going to be hosting one yep. of the shows for bass. You've done them before, too. There's some a couple in the past, right? Or at least one I know of. Uh, no, so they did one last year where they featured me. Yep. Nice. Uh, we did a dry fly episode this year. I'm going to host a sh- an episode. Oh, oh cool. Nice. So, That's fun. You know, the way things are, everyone's schedules are crazy. I chipped in and uh, went up and filmed a, a bass episode with Mark Yeah. up in Thessalon. And then uh, my friend, Rob Heal, uh, Fergus legend, he went up and did a big pike episode as well. So nice. oh, everything's going to be coming out in the new year. Everything's getting worked on and they're working their magic and sweet. We're, we're just hoping that, Everyone's just waiting. I don't know what to say. Everyone's waiting to see what happens in the new year, but we'll know by yeah. January, February, what's happening. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wicked. But other than that, I, I want to thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Like course, I man. said, um, thanks for coming on. You got the whole community behind you guys, so we're really pushing you guys. All oh, right, on. Want to see I really appreciate thanks. it. I really appreciate you saying as far that, as we could go with it. Uh, we want to see you guys doing real big things. So wicked. Anything you need from us, you give us a holler. Yeah. And okay. uh, have yourself a great holiday. Yeah, you too. You too, man. Absolutely. Safe out there, not yep. only with the uh, the COVID out there, but on the rivers. Yeah, yeah. 
I've, I've become a waiting staff guy. I've, I've uh, accepted that. That's okay. It's not bad. <laughs> so I'm waiting staff guy now from here forward. There you go. So, hey. Be safe on the water and yeah. uh, we'll see you guys in the new year. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Take Thanks care, again, Mikey. Mikey. Nice. Have a good one, man. Nice seeing you, Mikey. See you guys. Nice to chat. Bye. Take care, man. There. Bye-bye. Wow, that was a great guy. Mikey's so nice. Yeah, great. Great show. It was an awesome chat. It was fun. Yeah. It was super fun. Excited to go on the Niagara. Oh, come on now, Yella. Yeah. Are you guys fishing this weekend? I guess it's the well, weekend right now. Today's Sunday. I'm not fishing right now. I don't think I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, maybe next week, but I'm not going to fish until New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, I think I think it, you know. I mean, we Mikey's right. We did just get a lot of water, I know. but um, but if we uh, if the river levels look okay, I uh, yeah. I mean, one more time, you could break those one new waders in. Time, I know I got new. Waders. Oh, those waders look so. They look new really Patagonia good. Patagonia waiters. I like the Patagonia. Tea, I like the color. I do. Uh, I kind of thought of something as we were talking about tomogamy and those waders. I was like, oh, those are some dark waders for mosquitoes. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. I was like, yeah. but uh, whatever. Yeah, so they can't bite through them. They can't bite through the waiters. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Bite through the waiters? Yeah, what are they gonna do? Bite through the waiters? Bite through the waiters? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I don't I'm excited. I'm excited. No, they fit really well, and you know the yeah. curbside pickup with drift was super easy. And nice. I never had Patagonia waiters before, so it's a uh, we trying something new out here, guys. Yeah, good nice. stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, maybe like maybe next weekend we'll have to go out. Like, yeah, uh, maybe. You know, like maybe on Sunday. You know? Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. It's pretty cold. It's pretty cold out there now. I know you almost freaked out by that. It's not. It's not it like got, today it wasn't warmed, cold. It warmed up a lot this week. Today wasn't like, cold at all. The last time we're on the water. Today is cold. Today is cold. Yesterday was warm. Today, yesterday when I picked up the hard drive, you mentioned you didn't want to hang out with me. You just gave me the hard drive and said bye. That <laughs> that was pretty warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was warm. It was warm yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm maybe stay close to town, just fish the credit or something. Like you know, <laughs> I know. I think I gotta. I I think I gotta fish the grand one more time. Well, that's also true. Yeah, you know fish I mean? something we can't fish because I feel like okay. If I go next weekend, it'll be like the last weekend really to fish the grand for me, based mm-hmm. on the sketch. So might have mm-hmm. to just do mm-hmm. it Sunday. We just poof. let's get Dude, some I'm like down. you know what we can Dude. do. You know what we can do. We can bring some tasty grub. Right? Tasty grub. Have yeah. a little fire. And just do it. Just do Number it that two. way. Have a nice toast to the end of the Steelhead Grand season for us, and um, just like have a nice like, just you know. I love that. We could have yeah. a little fire on like um, just anywhere on the, on the island or wherever, and we could just have a nice little, a nice it's little the farewell. Parking lot of Caledonia. I don't know. <laughs> and then I'll see you guys at ice fishing season, basically. Well, we'll fish on. the we'll fish the credit too, but you know, yeah, yeah of course. I know. But um, yeah, we should do that. But well, hey, it's uh, it. you know, there's two. It's we're mid, by the time this gets released, two days from now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be midway through December, and people won't hear from us till after Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll yeah, we'll send a show. Yeah, the last show will be. Dang, yeah, it'll be the New Year's show. We're gonna do a New Year's show where we will just our usual oh, year in review. Year in review. Well, we'll just talk about fishing in 2020. What would that look like? What, Maybe what we'll feature meant? some interviews from anglers. Maybe we'll, you know, do that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's going to be good. Yeah. But hopefully everybody out there is having a good steelhead season, a good fishing season. If you're not fishing steelhead right now and you're part of the world um, and you're staying healthy and safe and, and bunkering down, uh, just waiting out for that vaccine, which is on the way as it looks, as it appears. Um, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. 
I guess that's it for me, Mitch. Aldo? Goodbye now. Is that Yoma? Yes. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Yoma, come on. You got to end on a Yoma, What do you mean? Bring the energy up. Aldo's is like, goodbye. Bring the energy up in three seconds. You're going to do an amazing outro. Three, two, See everyone. You got to wait till I'm done counting down. Oh, three, sorry, yeah. two, <laughs> one. Go. See everyone. All right, that'll do. <laughs> Bye. No, no, no. One more time. One more time. Okay, fine. But this is getting ridiculous. Okay. Three, two, one. See everyone. <laughs> Success. Oh, Same as the other one. Okay. Pretty bad. Thanks for this, everybody. Take care. <laughs> you can find all of SoFly's content at SoFly.ca. On Instagram, we're at the SoFly Crew. You can reach us at the SoFly Crew at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. On Facebook, we're SoFly, and our podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. 